Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Acebo. And we are here this week to talk about episode 554, Sounds Like a Mystery. I have it as 548. What did I say? 554. I just made numbers up. Okay. <laughs> as long as... Like, I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, what? Nope. No, I was the one with the stroke. <laughs> oh, lovely. Thank goodness. It wasn't my brain this time. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a Dylan's choice episode, folks. Yes, it is. I have I have chosen uh, wisely, and I don't resent you at all. Yeah, this is yeah. delightful. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like when Andrew picked the evolution episode. Yeah, that was that was a mistake. I yeah, we we can we can sit here and call it for what it is. <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> And because of that, Andrew's never getting an Andrew's choice again. Yep, that's true. I've lost all privileges, no opinions. And mm. so, <laughs> and so, yeah. This this episode, um, yeah, first came out uh, October second of two thousand four. Um, it is written by John Fornoff. It is directed by Bob Hoos. Um, Lovely. And it was uh, it was on the album um, "Along for the Ride," which is album forty three. Yeah. Was this this is an album that you listened to a bit? No. So here's the thing is I uh though I did like this was one that I, this is an album I checked out from the church library from time to time because it's mm-hmm. in that like the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much in the like Novacom through album 50 like where I spent most of my time. Yeah. But the reason I know this episode so well is because it was also on um, they did these, they did compilation albums where mm-hmm. you would get, it was one CD with three episodes on it under the life lessons, um, like moniker. Yeah. And so it would be like three ones that have like a similar theme and life lessons 07, which is called honesty mm. was one that I owned. Okay. Um, which contains the tangled web. Ah, um, by any other name, and sounds like a mystery. Um, and so wow, that's those are all really solid episodes, if I'm remembering. Yeah, correctly. I mean, by any other name is kind of fine, yeah. but um, but yeah, they, but I at least remember it. <laughs> sure, they're episodes that I listened to a whole heck of a lot because I had this CD that had those three on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was two of those albums that we owned. Um, when I was growing up, um, and I don't remember what the other one was. Um, oh, but I did just find it. Um, which the the other one was. Um, so that was Life Lessons Honesty, which is the one that I owned, yeah. and then my brother got Life Lessons Responsibility. Ah, um, which has the um the other episode in which Rodney falls through the skylight. <laughs> I thought that that was a fun little bit to contain in this one. Yep. <laughs> nice little callback. So, yeah, we wound up with with two CDs picked it randomly by my parents, probably as stocking stuffers, mm-hmm. and they both contained episodes where Rodney goes through a skylight. The only two episodes, I, I think. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I, think, I think also maybe the only two episodes in which the skylight exists. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. What? Yeah. I mean, skylights just kind of magically appear in Wit's End. I wouldn't be surprised if every room had one. Yeah. Yeah. That also has the, um, 
has front page news on it, um, mm-hmm. which uh, it's got the Woodward and Bernstein runner in that in that episode. The guys who broke the Nixon case. Um, I, I'm sorry, you're I'm lost. The episode front page news. Okay. Has a running joke in it. About Watergate? Correct. <laughs> About oh. Kurt Stevens and Oscar Peterson being compared to... The Watergate people. Yep. Okay. Le- I'm sure. Okay. You know. But that was my introduction to the concept of Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> Thanks, Odyssey. <laughs> You're really doing the most here. Yeah. Also has All's Well with Boswell. Oh, that is true. That's the that's the Robin Jacobs babysits a cat and it yes, escapes. Yes. Which is a yeah, generally it's a fun solid episode. episode. But yeah. we're not here to talk about any of those episodes. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about Sounds Like a Mystery, which um, is top notch. Oh, one of one of the greats. It's um it's just a it's a perfect single episode contained odyssey. Um yeah. John Fornoff just given the most on this mm-hmm. one. Like, mm-hmm. not not a guy who I'm like writes great mysteries. Right? You think, yeah, or... exactly. Like, he's not he's not someone who I'm like in the pocket for. Like, this episode feels like uh, McCusker. McCusker. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and John, John Fornoff has written a lot of episodes that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just yeah, it is. It de- yeah, just because we associate mysteries and all of that so much with Paul McCusker's angle. And it, yeah, it does feel yeah. like he's kind of modeling it slightly after that style. Yeah, possibly. But yeah, yeah. Fornoff, Fornoff was a good was a good writer and like mm-hmm. didn't have that many episodes on the show overall. Basically just had like, you know, a period of a few years where he was where he was writing. But you know, he brought us the, you know, great classics such as like Gloobers and oh, God, Sunset Bowl of Water. And, Sunset Bowl of Water. And important for the context of this episode, uh, Snow Day is, uh, oh, is a Fornoff episode. Incredible. I'm so glad that makes me so happy. There is a, yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of Novacom era callbacks in this episode. Yeah, correct. Correct. Which Snow Day is not really Novacom era, but. I mean, same album though. It's off Danger Signals. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I only have it off the Christmas collection. Oh, it's not a Christmas episode. <laughs> I agree, but we covered it as one, Andrew. <laughs> true, So true, you need true. to stick hard to the line and say that it is. I'm touting the party line and saying that Snow Day is a Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, um, Nuts! Yeah. I'm allergic to nuts. I know, I know. You get to break out your Rodney in this episode. I get to bring out break out my Link Wainwright. It's 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 good, great. Good time all around. Yeah. Um the uh other other stuff of note, um we have uh uh Kenneth Mars playing uh Captain Quinn. Uh we've talked about uh Kenneth Mars before uh as Captain Quinn, um because Captain Quinn's in like the um what the perfect witness episodes he's he's around he's mm-hmm, the odyssey yeah. he's an odyssey cop yeah. and kenneth mars is grandpa Longneck mm-hmm. in all of the land before time movies mm-hmm. and he's all well except for the first one i think um but he's so he's got the will ryan connection there he is the voice of triton oh really little mermaid and its sequels and yeah has been in up 
ton of stuff over a very long period of time and yeah love to see it appears to be a pretty or yeah i mean he is he's since passed um oh. but but a pretty good pretty good get mm-hmm. um and we also have deborah marlowe um who is voicing our uh sergeant beverly collins um and uh she's done some like voicing in video games and that's kind of it okay um but has been on odyssey a couple times though not in any uh not in any episodes we've covered um but yeah and she has been on the like been on episodes of odyssey as recently as 2018 oh wow um but just just like five yeah. here and there, not really playing recurring characters. Like, no, just doing but, bit roles. Yeah, but she still has relationship with the. Yeah, the show, yeah, and she's crazy. and she's good in this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know that I have any other real um. Context about this episode. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty like uh, bare bones cash a uh, cast, but it is like good like i would yeah. say it's really solid everybody that they have yep it just it works um so i think i'm just gonna roll the promo then please do it's amazing isn't it you'd think someone would notice someone stealing a landmark on the next adventures in odyssey there's a lot of questions i promise you i didn't pick the statue i didn't do it i didn't do it wit why would you lie to us, Nick? I just want to know what happened to the statue. Oh, uh, just one more thing. You can find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. The rat that spoke is back. <laughs> he really is. I'm so glad we covered this episode now. Yeah. I, I was upset about it up until now, but now that we get to listen to that promo, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, I was really on the fence with this one, but holy Moses, that is special. That is yeah. unique. Yeah. That is unforgettable. It's, it's just the tone of voice. Bad, bad noir, I guess Terrible. is what we're going yeah. for. Oh yeah. But the music doesn't fit. Nope. And it's yeah. It's rare that we get the uh, that we get the intro guy doing a character, but it's always fun when it happens. Yeah. No. It, it sounds like the like you want to buy a sundial guy is <laughs> giving the intro. Oh man! Shout out all my Hercules fans out there. Ah, yeah. I just laughed and nodded like I knew that reference. Oh, well. Are you in, have you never seen the animated Hercules? I don't believe so. It's one of those where I think I have seen bits and pieces, if not mm. entireties, of every animated Disney movie because there were two places that we used to go growing up where they would just have random ones playing. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I don't have any recollection of Hercules. There's been so many Hercules movies. I think that you should, like, the next showing that you do should be, like, a Hercaverse situation. <laughs> Where you yeah. get the Disney one. Herkiverse. Yes. That's, <laughs> yep. Well, what are got, the other Hercules? Uh, so there's the Disney one. There's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson one that came out fairly recently. And then there's like a really old one that's like old school Hollywood Hercules. Interesting. So those are, there's, there's at least Dwayne the Rock there. Johnson one that's recent? I mean, it was relatively like last five years, I think. Wow. Does he have hair in it? 
Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. I think. The, Can the you have remember. a bald Hercules? The thing that I remember was he was wearing the lion head on, so uh, it might be covering. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> this really does not matter. No, not at all. But I'm going to oh, let you go. I'm sorry, it. 2014. 2014. So okay. not that recently. <laughs> but does he have hair, Andrew? Oh. I thought that's what <laughs> that's we were googling for. I was looking for the year. Yes, he does. He's got a flowing mane. You know, I guess the hair kind of works if he has a beard. It's not terrible. No, I mean honestly, you know, it's pretty. Expected that to look a lot worse. Yeah, he he fits the Hercules look pretty well. Um, it does have a resounding fifty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, oh boy, that's not that bad. No, no. Anyways, that is so so irrelevant to so our aside conversation. But uh how does this episode begin, Dylan? Oh, it it, it begins with uh a voice that is not Link Wainwright's. Mm-mm. I discovered in listening to this episode today. Yes. But it does begin with a different newscaster saying, "And in other news, and the Statue of Liberty comes, comes to, to Odyssey." Odyssey. Just branded on my cerebellum <laughs> yep i i'm gonna pretend i know what a cerebellum is but it's a part of your brain cool okay there you go <laughs> so glad we got that happy to <laughs> happy to help uh but then 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 we throw it over to link wayne right right yeah then we do right he does throw it to link wayne right who um who is interviewing wit mm-hmm. um about this so there is a the original model that was built by the designer of the statue of liberty mm-hmm. i did not fact check any of this but i assume Me it neither. is fake yeah um what this episode is 2004 mm-hmm. it's still it's pre-national treasure that feels wrong this feels like this episode only exists because of national nat- treasure yeah. maybe maybe it's the other way around <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage was very into Adventures in Odyssey. You know, like, he's an eccentric man. I wouldn't be surprised if he had, like, a secret hobby for Christian radio dramas. I would. (laughs) Um, And so, so, yeah, so there's a little mini Statue of Liberty, and they, um, yeah, they're... There's a display that's, like, traveling around the country, and on the way to Chicago, Wit has, like, nabbed it mm-hmm. to have it in Odyssey. How? Maybe at his shop, maybe not. That part is really unclear. Yeah, I, I got the impression that it was just kind of, like, in the street. <laughs> yeah, or, like, it's in McAllister Park. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's odd. Um, it's and, not in a museum. There's, say that much. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's a whole, a whole to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the model that the artist based the Statue of Liberty on. It's estimated to be worth a yeah. stupid amount of money, yep. and yes. you yourself can get a model at the gift shop for yes, a reasonable correct. price. <laughs> a um, surprisingly realistic model. Yes. Um, which I did not pick up on that bit the first time I listened to the episode. It was only on the re-listen that I was like, oh man. Way to go. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> layering it all in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a well-crafted mystery. Um, and so, yeah, they as as they, they wrap up the interview, 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's there's this whole bit where like Wit has hired specific security. Yeah, but the security person is referred to as sergeant, sergeant? which feels like they're not private security and are in fact a military. <laughs> yeah, or a police officer. Just like a bigger one from Chicago or something? I don't yeah. know. Look, here's the deal. Sergeant Collins is not particularly, like, well fleshed out. No, no. And, yeah, I, whether that's intentional or not, Lord knows. But it is very hard to tell exactly what her connection is to any of this. Yeah. Um, and so... The there's a um right as they wrap their conversation, mm-hmm. um, and then Link and Wit are just having like casual chat. Yeah. Then a bomb goes off mm-hmm. and they look around and the Statue of Liberty It's, it's been stolen. stolen. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh yeah. Sergeant tells Wit to get to what the security tent or something yep. like that, and the, I will say like the the sound for the explosion and the crowd noise and all that was like very very compelling. Like I could really imagine what was going on, yeah. Uh, as far as like knowing where they were in in space and stuff. Yes, this episode is incredibly well like engineered. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll get into like more of that later, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, big shouts out to Rob Jorgensen, who's just balling out in hard on this episode. Like, yeah, I really hope they gave him like a bonus or something for basically <laughs> being like the means of storytelling in this episode. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they didn't, but yeah, I agree. Um, so, so we then we go into Wit's End, and and Nick, um, Nick's there at Wit's End, and he's he's got a. Uh, a he's, new kind of ice cream. Yep, it's a it's a macadamia nut ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, he's is he is he who's he talking? Oh, he's talking to, um, he's talking to Collins. Yeah, like she walks in and he's chatting with her and asking if you know she wants to try some macadamia nut ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not you important. Know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, she explains the statue's gone and there was uh, like a. A small bomb set up as a distraction mm-hmm. and kind of asks Nick what he's been up to. And he's like, ah, I've been here the whole day. Like, it, you yeah. know, um, and then Rodney shows up mm-hmm. and Nick tries to offer him the ice cream. Yeah. And Rodney, like, freaks out and is like, what are you trying to kill me? Yeah. It's macadamia nuts. I am a logic. <laughs> yeah, he really leans into that that inflection. And it's like kind of. It, it, it's very much like almost like a wink at the camera of like, remember when he said it this way before? Because uh-huh. uh, it's not really like drawn a lot of attention to um, because then it leads right into the sergeant like basically being like, all right, well, you know, we've got to ask some questions yep. and Rodney gets super Got to use the bathroom. Bye. <laughs> Dips. <laughs> I mean, been there, done that. You know, when IBS strikes, you just got to go, man. <laughs> mm. We think Rodney has IBS. You know, I can't imagine he has a particularly fiber dense diet. So <laughs> I it could be very hard for him to have solid bowel movements in general. Well, more you know. Hope he's well. I I wish the best for his colon. 
Yeah. And so and so we're we're hanging out. We're 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 talking here. Um, what at this point? Wit comes in as well, mm-hmm. followed by Captain Quinn. Yes. So it's all four of them. Talk. Oh no, 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 no. Is Qu- Quinn on? Quinn's on the radio because yeah. it's Quinn radios. In, so they're all standing around talking, and Quinn radios in to say like, "Hey, we've got a lead. Like there was someone seen fleeing the site in mm-hmm. a green T-shirt that said, I love my barking tree frog.' Yeah. And they and like in unison both like you know look at yep everyone turns and looks and goes nick yeah (laughs) matches the description Uh um also if i have my act together uh there will be a link in the description to buy i love my barking tree frog on a green (laughs) t-shirt maybe other colors um because i really want that shirt yeah no me too actually that's a great great bit I love my barking tree frog. <laughs> it's it's delightful. Big fan of Nick. Best um, Odyssey merch that has nothing to do with Odyssey. Yep. Suddenly Nick has jumped up as subject no, or sub, subject suspect. Suddenly Nick has jumped up as suspect number one. Um, which like, well, there's a real quick way to clear this out. You said you were here all day. Like we can pull the security footage. And Nick's like, oh yeah, yeah, might as well just pull it from the front door. There's no re, like nobody has access to the back. It's locked. Mm-hmm. And and Wit's like, well, let's check both just to be safe. I want to clear this all up. Yeah. And there's footage of Nick sneaking in the back door. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Because he yeah. went to uh, flirt with a drop-dead gorgeous tour guide. No, no, no. This really knockout beautiful oh, tour sorry. guide. Knockout beautiful. Yep. Lovely. Yes. I love when it's women's like beauty just... is described in terms of physical violence. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think we should have more of that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Boy, she is I don't know. I was going to make like a fully automatic rifle joke. Wow. <laughs> All right. I mean... <laughs> and so, yeah, so there's just this whole... Yeah, so he had snuck out um, for, like, five minutes to go go see it, and we get... We get um, man, it is so hard for me not to just quote every line from this episode, because <laughs> they're all in there. Do it! Cause, why, cause why we, well, because we get... Yeah, we, they're, they're talking... Uh, like, you get... Um, yeah, wit like being disappointed, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you get uh, Captain Quinn going, "Well, why would you lie to us, Nick?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so they take him in for questioning. Yeah. Um, and then wit's like, "Okay, I got to go like close up the shop mm-hmm. so I can go down to the station with with Nick." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we get uh um. Collins goes like you're 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 a good man, Mister mm-hmm. Whitaker, and then like is like I'm gonna like look around out back, yeah, and and exit that way. Um, not suspicious at all. Truly not. Mm-mm. No, 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 <laughs> no. It was only upon re-listening that I was like, oh, that's right. when the bad thing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Um, so sorry. <laughs> Not like this is a recap episode or anything. No, 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 no. We, we, nobody's listened ahead of time. They're listening as we go through. Yes, exactly. Actually, they listen after the fact. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, 
So it's like all those times you read the cliff notes and then just read the real book. <laughs> yeah. So it's the next day and Nick Nick's been released, um, but they're going to call him back for questioning again. And they're walking around and Wits disappointed him in, in him. And Nick's like, well, can you forgive me? And it's like, I already have, mm-hmm. but you've like hurt my trust of you. And it's going to take some work to earn that back. Yeah, you um, lied. <laughs> which is also not the first time no. he has lost Wits trust because yep. of the whole Erica thing. Oh, yeah, that that did happen. It for sure did. Yeah, no, Nick is uh, not the most trustworthy of individuals. Yeah. But that being said, he's the best. <laughs> I yeah, I love Nick. Yeah, no, he's a great character. And, yeah, and so um, they're, they're walking through, walking through Wit's End, and they get into Wit's office. And the skylight, has, there's glass on the floor. Mm-hmm. They look up, and they see that the skylight has been broken. And Wit there yells, but I just fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three hundred episodes ago, yeah. I had just repaired this. <laughs> and so... And if I had a nickel for every time I broke a skylight, I'd yep. have two nickels. Yep. is isn't a lot. It's, it's weird, weird that it happened, happened twice. twice. <laughs> yeah. It is... Uh, it's, it's real fun. And so... They're looking around, and there's nothing missing upstairs, but the but there's also a chair that's been pushed towards a window. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Nick goes, well, I don't know what's going on, but this sounds like a, a mystery. mystery. Um, Roll credits. <laughs> yep. And they had already called it. They call it into the police department, mm-hmm. and they don't get any like they're like i oh, were busy with other stuff like yeah. we'll come around when we get the chance but like million Lower dollar priority. statue versus like break in with nothing stolen yeah um only for them to then after getting off the phone with the police go we should check the security footage yeah what <laughs> order of operations there my friends yeah. yep and uh yeah they discover then that the videotape has been stolen. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Clearly premeditated. But Wit then reveals that he has been setting up a thing, that a new invention that turns any telephone into a motion-sensing microphone. Mm. He's been working on this after the break-in in the basement. Which was... Erica Novakov. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Stupendous. Yep. Um, and so... Wit actually recently went to work for TikTok as well. <laughs> I don't I don't get this joke. Oh, because like, TikTok's like famously a massive surveillance thing that was like, constantly listening to you even when the app's not open. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thing. It's like part of why their algorithm is so good <laughs> has that has that stopped you from no from no lord no no okay. no not at all if anything it probably makes me like it more <laughs> great love that um i've given up on the on the illusion of privacy <laughs> just in, you're just admitting defeat yeah pretty much i mean <laughs> i have a google phone like They've already got all of my passwords and all of my information, so. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
What a great world we live in. Yeah, it's so nothing, cool. Nothing wrong with this. I love monopolies. They're super good for the consumer. Yeah. But this is a... This sets up just a brilliant storytelling device mm-hmm. in which, like, it's an audio show. Yep. And the only clues they have are in audio form. Yep. As previously done in Perfect Witness and other stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, Odyssey is just, like, really in the pocket here. Yeah. Um, and so we're listening through to we hear the skylight crash and someone, mm-hmm. like, futz around, then picks up audio, like, downstairs yeah. in the bathroom. How many phones does Wit have? In A Wit's lot. End? Probably one in every room, at least. Including <laughs> the bathroom. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> and, yeah, there's, like, a door closing IBS and purposes. then, like, a sound and then a sneeze yeah and rodney's like I, or nick's nick. like if we could just identify that sneeze and he's like wait i know where that door is and like mm-hmm. goes down to the the, to bathroom. the bathroom and then they're like trying he's like trying to replicate the noise and mm-hmm. eventually like figures out the paper ta- paper towel dispenser mm-hmm. um and then he's like why um, would somebody break in and open the paper towel dispenser and leave yep and then a little sound goes off, and there's a smell that fills the air, and mm-hmm. it's 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 automatic air freshener. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this a really common thing, like automatic air fresheners in bathrooms like that? I don't think it's that common. Yeah, well, because I really had no memory of it, and then I worked briefly at a mental health hospital that had them in every single bathroom and i was like why does every bathroom smell so freaking strong like all the time and then every now and then i would hear the that sound or whatever Um, and i was like oh okay but i I, if you had told me that that technology had been around since 2004 i would not have believed you (laughs) i have no like previous interaction with this kind of stuff interesting well maybe wit invented it yeah um we can hope and yeah, uh, we we don't get the reveal of what that air freshener is, Mm-mm. but wit. Or I'm sorry, Nick yells, "I've got it!" Yep. And then we, yeah, because what's like you can go over and look at the at the label, like or the the sense there on the label, and he goes over and looks at it and is like, "Aha!" Yeah, mystery solved. Too. Yep. The it is, um. Officer Quinn, mm-hmm. Nick, and Wit show up at Rodney's clubhouse. Yes. And Incredible. they ask to come in, and we get Rodney. The, some of the best Rodney ever. So A good. man's clubhouse is his castle. castle. <laughs> Do you have a warrant to invade my castle? Yeah. And it's just Quinn being so over it. Oh, my God. And so, it's they, so funny. they go in to ask him some questions. Yep. And he's like, why are you wearing gloves? Yep. <laughs> He's like, oh, I uh, burnt myself cooking. And he's like, the only the only stove I see in here is a uh, is a microwave. <laughs> and he goes, it was set on high. <laughs> they're like, just take the gloves off, Rodney. And he pulls them off, and they're like, that looks like a rope bird. And he goes, yeah, I was I'm cooking, cooking rope, rope in the microwave. microwave. <laughs> it's so good. It's so I- good. It's the best. Yeah. I love it so much. Well, and speaking of like great Foley work, just all of like, they basically walk in and it sounds like the floor is just covered in garbage. Yes, correct. And like, correct. they're just like, at one point, parting like, the sea. Quinn's like, can I move some of this trash, Rodney? I want to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh man, cooking rope. 
Mm-hmm. I was cooking rope <laughs> in the microwave. It was set on high. Yeah. And so they're they're you know, they're they're pressing Rodney and yeah. Wade asks to see the bottom of his shoes, yep. which has frosted glass on it. Just like his skylight. Yep. I've been framed. Yeah. And then <laughs> And then Nick breaks out a little spritz bottle of the thing mm-hmm. and hits Rodney in the face with it and he proceeds to sneeze and this seems illegal <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's definitely malicious at best <laughs> like no it's like um, you're what you're trying to cause an allergic reaction yeah, no, it's, it's the peach fuzz and parasite like <laughs> yeah, yeah flick <laughs> and then yep. death <laughs> yes Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, Rodney starts sneezing, and uh, this is when it's revealed that the, the, the air freshener is macadamia mist. Yep. And we love that callback. Mm-hmm. We love, um, yeah, we love that continuity. I will say there's another part of this episode that was a lovely callback. I don't know if you picked up on it. There's an interstitular music that's pulled straight from Novacom. Oh. Did you get it? It was like, dirty. Yeah, like I noticed, yeah. like the very like Novakami guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't all of them. It was just I want to say maybe one or two. Okay, but I heard it and I was like, no, that's just straight up nope. Like that's from a nice. grand opening. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Um, and so they're like, all right, Rodney, like you gotta like own up. Why'd you break in or whatever? And he just starts confessing, and it's at this point that we find out that oh. These were break-ins weren't unrelated. Mm-hmm. Rodney stole the statue, and it's just everyone's caught off guard by it. He just yeah. points over, and it's like propping up a TV antenna. Yeah, it's like fine, I did it, and like what? Where is it? And he's like right there. Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh, it's so good though. Yes. It's really funny. I love the idea that Rodney has a clubhouse that presumably has no electricity, but he does have a microwave and a television. So I think we can presume that the clubhouse does have electricity then. Uh, I mean, but isn't that the bit? Is it? I thought that the bit was that none of that, like, he just had a bunch of junk and none of it actually did anything. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I just assumed, right, that these were things from the electric palace that, like, were malfunctioning oh. in some way, and so he just gets them. Love That's incredible. I love that. That's an episode I want to hear. <laughs> oh, man. The electric palace secondhand warehouse. Yes. Um, Rodney's side hustle flipping, like, TI-84 calculators to yeah. high schoolers. So, yeah, he reveals that the, that the bones thought he's been going soft so they put him up to this mm-hmm. then he rigged a little cherry bomb by remote control and in the confusion grabbed the statue and ran away mm-hmm. um that he yeah the heat was on so he hid it in the paper towel dispenser at wit's end and then broke in that night to get mm-hmm. it back yep and he left through the skylight yes entered through the skylight left through the skylight Managed to rope burn himself. Naturally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you're not careful, rope's pretty hot when you're sliding. Um, we then jump back to Wit's end, and Wit is listening through the tapes again, and Nick's kind of like, what's going on? He's like, well, it doesn't add up. We, the, Rodney didn't mention anything about the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, something gives, and... 
Yeah, so they go back and they listen to audio earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. And there is the sound sound from the Bible room mm-hmm. of someone fiddling with the the visor on the armor of God display. Like the closet door opens, they fiddle with the visor. You then hear them coming in and stealing the videotape, which mm-hmm. is, I love that they don't call out that that was something that Rodney also didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like that's just there for us as listeners to be like, wait, and Rodney didn't steal the videotape. Yeah. Um, like they call out the chair as like mm-hmm. a loose thread, but they don't call that out, which I think is cool. Um, and then the sound of the chair being pushed over or someone exiting through the window, there's uh, like static mm-hmm. and then there's a rip and a button falling to the ground. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Um, I He like goes down mm-hmm. to look at the, look for the thing that fell. Yeah. And then has Nick burn a disc of with all, the, all sounds. the sounds. Love love to see it. Wit just slaving away, pressing repeat on the same track of like doors and stuff. Yep. And so, yeah, Wit then, um, yeah, Wit, Wit takes the CD and he meets uh, Sergeant Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, she She's there and he's like, you've got to, you've got to see this. And she's like, well, I'm late for a press conference about this whole thing and it's like yeah you might find this interesting I th- mm-hmm. like it you know like and she she's like i've got i've got a cd you should listen to and she's like well you want to just like hop in my car and play and it's like yeah mm-hmm. sure i'll get a ride back to my car later yeah um and at this point what's your take does he suspect her no i don't think he suspects her at all i agree that's also my feeling because well i mean the way that the line is read later when he connects the dots he's like yes yeah wait a minute <laughs> yep um and so, yeah, Wade, Wade jumps in the car, throws in the disc. They're listening through it, and mm-hmm. he's explaining it to, um, yeah, he, he's explaining it to her. Mm-hmm. And also we hear Nick at the same time listening through it on his end, and we get his commentary over it mm. as well, which just, like, plays so well. Um, and he, it, like, all, like... Nick goes like static, like on a radio and like mm-hmm. kind of like connects the dots for himself at the same time that Wit is. Yeah. Where Wit sees like is holding up the button that he found and is mm-hmm. like, it looks just like yours. Mm-hmm. At which point his phone starts ringing because yeah. Nick is calling. Yeah. And she's like, turn it off. Which is so spooky, like, oh my gosh. She just turns on a dime, it's so good, and, um, wait, doesn't turn it off, but just Mm -hmm. flips his phone open, or answers the call, but doesn't pick up. So Mm -hmm. Nick gets to be listening in on the whole thing. So smart. Oh my god, so good. And, yeah, and Wit realize, like, um like has put the things together yeah. and explains like you like the heat was on mm-hmm. you hid you said you were going to go out back but you didn't you went into the bible room hid there for the whole night mm-hmm. you then you waited know, for people to leave yep, came out got the got the statue that you had stashed in the visor mm-hmm. stole the videotape exited through the window mm-hmm. um but you didn't know about the microphones yeah um and she's like yep you well figured done. it out like good work also um 
you've now become a liability. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Gibby crying to Lord, <laughs> um, and she just goes like, I can't take you with me. And like I don't want I don't want a hostage. I'm not yeah. gonna kill you. So just like get out. Yeah. Right here. And what goes like, what do you mean get out? In like the middle of Route 24? There's nothing around for miles. <laughs> yep. And it, so she she's like, Yep. Mm-hmm. And leave your cell phone here. Yeah. And he gets out. And then that that is just incredible work from Wit. Oh my god, so good. Just like, the the subtle like I'm gonna leave my phone open and then Yeah. The way that he says it, like, like subtly giving clues. Correct, to correct. Giving Nick the middle of Route 24 yeah. rules because it doesn't incriminate himself and it saves at himself. All. <laughs> yeah. Like it really comes across as like incredulity and whatever. It doesn't come across as like an obvious hint I'm to the point where I'm like, I don't yeah. know that I knew that that was a hint as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely picked up on it this time, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't. Mm. but like, I just, I love, I love how much it's not telegraphed. Yeah. Um, and then she's coming up and she's like, Oh no, why is traffic slowing down? Like I've got a plane to catch. And then she's like, Oh, there's a roadblock. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Quinn come on and be like, you know, officer or Ser- Sergeant Collins, come out with your hands up. Mm-hmm. She's like, "How? How did you know? Who tipped you off?" And we get Nick on the radio saying, "That would be me." <laughs> and she's like, "Ah, oh, the wit, the cell phone, yeah, Nick. yeah, ah. yeah, the cell phone." Mm-hmm. No. And we and we find out that yeah, that she had a private plane all lined up to escape. Yep. Yeah, she was ready to get out of there and pawn off that that statue. Mm-hmm. And Nick, yeah, Nick hopes that his trust can be regained with Wit, and Wit mm-hmm. says, "You're well on your way." Yeah. And then we go to the Chris outro. Yeah, and I know the Chris outro word perfect, which would is a like wild thing. <laughs> no, I would not. But I was just like, as Chris was saying, I was like, I know all the beats of what you're saying. This is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is kind of. It's fun how your brain remembers certain things like that, and especially in things like that you're not consciously aware of that you remember. Oh, for <laughs> sure. You hear like a sound bite, and you're like, "Oh man, yeah, no, I I know all of this." Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love this episode. I didn't have a ton of personal connection to it or memory with it. Maybe I've heard it once, um, but. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Like, I enjoyed it more the second time than I did the first time, and I loved it the first time. It's so good. It's just, a, yeah, it's a tight, well-crafted mystery. Like, we don't get a lot of insight into Quinn, but it also doesn't matter. Or not, sorry, not Quinn, into Collins, but yeah. it also doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, and it just, we get... We get Nick and we get Rodney, who are both such fun characters, but it's not either of them doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, there are comedic moments, but this isn't, like, a comedy episode. It's a mystery. Yeah, but we have funny people in yes. it, like Nick and uh, Rodney, that yeah. are, like, kind of there to break up some of the drama. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. I, I really love it. 
anything anything else you need to uh you want to say closing remarks wise here andrew no i don't think that i have anything uh really pertinent to add other than just i really enjoyed it and like i think that this is another really strong example of like the show at its best where it's using the unique avenues of storytelling that it has through the audio medium to like tell a kind of story that's a bit harder to do uh, uh you know elsewhere and especially the whole like motion sensing microphone thing is like totally ahead of its time and like especially turning your phones into microphones oh yeah <laughs> um but it was yeah, no, I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it both times that I listened to it. So uh, there's, there's not a whole lot to add because there was not a whole lot of a journey. It was just good all around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great episode. Great episode. I'm so great glad we finally acting. got to, to cover it because, yeah, yeah, I feel like this is this is one of those like landmark Odyssey episodes for me where I'm just like, yeah, I know all the beats so well and I just love it. And it was great to listen to it now and be like, yep. And it still is there. Mm hmm. Well, it's a really, like you said, it's a really nice, tight bottle episode. And most of the time with mysteries, they end up spreading them out over two parts. Sure. So it's interesting yep. to to see one that's like this that feels just as complicated as a, you know, a case of the secret room or something, but in half the time. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Yeah, like they do a good job with the, with the, like, giving it some level of a moral and whatnot as well. Like, I think mm -hmm. that all plays quite well um just yeah it's a well-structured episode yeah no i thought that they did a great job with it and yeah no i it, trust it, just kind of like floats on the surface of the whole episode it doesn't feel shoehorned in no nor does it feel like they're beating you over the head with it like it's just kind of there yeah no well and it's, it is a part of it's a part of the interpersonal consequences of what's going on, but it's not the most central thing to the plot, which yeah, I think makes fair. it work really well. Fair. Yeah, oh, man. Good episode. Good episode. And Good anything, part of the show. Anything you'd like to plug? Oh, uh, bu, 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 bu. oh, The Righteous Gemstones, season three. I just finished season three last night. Um, super good, super funny. It's been picked up for a season four but the season three ending is like very satisfying and good so hmm. like you know <laughs> i don't know how interested i am in another season of it with how with how good the ending of season wow. three was all right um so yeah definitely definitely would recommend checking that out if you uh have had that show on your radar at all uh it's funny. It's yeah. I think the first season came out in like 2019. I want to say it's been okay. It's been running for a while. Wow. So, what about you, Dylan? Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug uh, the killing, a uh, Stanley Kubrick heist movie in the theme of talking about what is essentially a heist mm -hmm. in this episode. Um, I recently rewatched that one. Yeah, it is so good. I was watching it with with a handful of friends, one of whom said, like, I didn't know movies from the 50s could be that funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep. It is both, like, a perfectly, like, plotted heist. Yeah. With an ensemble of characters and all these moving pieces and just, like, really fun, like, narration and, mm -hmm. it, like, looks cool visually. And then it also just has some brilliant moments of levity that I love. Um. Yeah, would highly, highly recommend the Man, killing. I'm so sad I missed out. All right. Well, with uh, with all that being said, um, 
think it's time to get out of here. Uh, Andrew. Yeah. What episode are we covering next week? Oh, goodness. I, I have to look up what the episode number is. We can just say the name. It's fine. No. <laughs> Dylan, next week, we will be back talking about episode 396, Poor Loser. Bye, guys. Bye. Can't freaking wait. Chess. <laughs> That's right. I, I was like, which episode is this? Yep. Games. <laughs> Dylan's choice. Great quality episode of the show. Andrew's choice. Comedy. Kind of funny. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it.